0: footsteps of jesus from down under this is nick your host very happy to be with you today again and thank you for tuning in with us again a special edition today because uh, uh, last week as you uh, may remember uh, we have a honorable guest and today my guest is kind of related to the previous one and you learn a little bit more about uh, her Her name is uh, Sharon Stevenson, and um, she's a a nurse by trade, have a Bachelor uh, of Nursing and uh, a Master in Management and Leadership. She currently is the director of the CHIP program, which is Complete Health Improvement Program, also studying for um, a Bachelor in Food and Nutrition. The reason I said that she's connected with uh, the previous guest is because they both work into the same area with the CHIP program and uh, we'll hear a little bit more about uh, that from Sharon but Sharon, thank you very much for coming in with us today and it's a pleasure to have you with us here it was very short notice for you we, I just grabbed you because you are here in Adelaide for um, some s- seminars but it's very good that yeah. you could put aside a bit of your very busy time and come with us and share uh, with our listeners mm. About what you're doing and how God also uh, impacted mm. your life. Mm. Thank you. Would you like uh, to start with to share with us a bit of your background?
1: Sure, sure. My background actually extends over different countries and over a number of generations. I was born into a pastoral family. My dad was the pastor of a church, and I had one brother and one sister. And we grew up, as pastoral families often did back in those days, moving around um, to different towns and to different cities at the request of the church. And so we actually developed this habit of moving where, after three years, we would often say to our dad, when are we moving next, (laughs) simply because we'd become so accustomed to moving. But in doing so, it actually gave me a really good grounding in meeting with so many different people. And I learned to love the variety of people that I would meet in all those different places. Back in those early days, I also developed a love for nursing. And I decided that when I grew up, I wanted to be a nurse. Mm. And sure enough, just after my 18th birthday, I, became, I started my training to become a registered nurse and completed my, my training at the Sydney Adventist Hospital. Very much enjoyed that and made some lifelong friends who, to this day, I still enjoy um, companionship and socialising with. And they've been a real blessing in my life. It was during my nursing days, however, that I started to obtain an understanding that all was not necessarily well with the health world. And what I discovered was that although we as medical professionals are very skilled um, in what we do, that very often what we we are doing is picking up um, people's health messes at the bottom of the cliff rather than preventing them from becoming ill in the first place or assisting them to become well again through more natural means. And so my first shock as a young student nurse was when I discovered that the cure rate for breast cancer was not five years as we were told at that time but actually a lot of people died at the end of that five-year period when in fact we were told that they would be cured and that really concerned me as a young nurse I felt that somehow we were misrepresenting the truth but that is what statistics are statistics only take a snapshot of a period of time and that was what the statistics of those days and these days currently do. And so I've since always had burning at the back of my mind. There has to be a better way. There has to be a better way where we can restore people to health without going into, too, without going into methods that are, 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 themselves can again be threatening. Mm-hmm. So I then have been following for some time um, natural health methods, methods as a spouse through Scripture. And so when you look at Daniel, Daniel's diet was a very simple diet. You know, and, this, and when you look through Scripture, you also see evidence of the fact that people were meant to be active. People were meant to take part in, in in activities outdoors where you get exposed to sunshine. And so, of course, when I first heard about the CHIP program, I very much agreed with its basic principles and tenets. Mm. And when I looked more into the CHIP program, I found that it actually was an education program that simply supported people to pick up their health and resume their health again through doing simple things in life. And so the journey for me has been one over a number of years. Um, I have very much enjoyed my nursing career and I have worked with elderly people in aged care. Very much loved that. I've also worked with younger people uh, within education systems. And so at the moment I'm working with CHIP program and absolutely loving that. Mm,
0: That is great, uh, Mm. Sharon. And I know that you... You were um, working also overseas mm-hmm. and um, very passionate about uh, making some changes mm-hmm. in people's uh, life. Just to come back to one thing which you mentioned that you remember and you learned that in the Bible it is written that some people really benefited about uh, a lifestyle, a different mm-hmm. lifestyle. And you mentioned Daniel, mm-hmm. a young man and his friends in taken away from their country Mm. uh, in Babylon and they were vegetarians were they? Mm -hmm. Very much so and they were looking much better than anybody else in the kingdom and was that the point in time where you believe that really those natural remedies which God created at the beginning can make a difference in in the life of so many people suffering with their condition, uh, with their health condition today
1: we tend to think that progress is always a good thing and when you think about Daniel and his friends they were given the progress of their society so they were exposed to the most modern foods the richest foods and the king thought that he was actually doing a great favor to the people so Daniel and his friends and and their other um, cohorts in that area he, he thought he was doing them a great favor But Daniel recognized that he would not be doing him a favor. And so Daniel specifically said, can you please give us simple foods? Mm -hmm. Give us whole foods. Give us fruits and vegetables and grains and legumes and nuts. Please don't give us the richness of your land, the Mm. animal products, the dairy products, Mm. the pig products. Just give us something really simple. And and the fresh water, we want fresh water. And at the end of the time, you can measure us. You can measure us within 10 days to see whether or not Mm we have actually obtained better health than the people who you are feeding the riches of your land. And Daniel's story is an amazing story because at the end of that time period, he and his friends were able to show that there'd been a marked improvement. Mm, That's
0: really, uh, yeah, so true. And uh, even though uh, they may have that stand for a, particular reason mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. to stay away from those uh, even unclean foods which were served mm-hmm. at the table but the results were amazing mm-hmm. just to see that uh, if they are uh, eating just simple foods as mm-hmm. you said just vegetables and nuts and w- w- all sorts of natural uh, products they look better mm-hmm. and that's where we can make the application today because there will be lots of things uh, in this world uh, which will tell you that you need to have this otherwise you'll lack b12 for example or Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. otherwise you lack uh, Mm -hmm. uh, whatever else Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. can we sustain a healthy life just with what the nature provides for us
1: very much so very much so and for many years now Research has been unfolding slowly and steadily, and there's almost a tsunami of research that's coming out now to say that natural foods, minimally minimally processed um, fruits, vegetables, nuts, grains, etc., are actually supportive of good health. Mm-hmm. At the moment, we have an overwhelming number of chronic diseases that are starting to affect us. You know, whether it's um, yourself, whether it's people that you know. And with those chronic diseases, there's an immense sadness that comes because people who you love become unwell. And what we're now starting to find is that simple remedies such as whole foods can actually arrest the progression of the disease. It can either prevent it or sometimes it can even reverse it. And we are finding very much with the CHIP program that we are getting really good results with reversing chronic diseases. Mm. Mm.
0: And we'll hear a bit more about that mm. amazing program which mm. is so well recognized all over the world, mm. um, the Complete Health Improvement Program. You mentioned something about the chronical diseases mm. because we are not saying here that uh, the medical Institution doesn't have a place in society.
1: Very much so. They do have a place. I, but, I quite agree with but you. But
0: we are here yeah. to complement yes. and to help people, particularly in this area of chronic diseases where medication mm-hmm. cannot sort out the problem. Mm-hmm. And I would like to hear from you now a bit more. How is cheap? approaching? these chronical diseases and what what is the offer? Mm. What are the remedies?
1: Okay, so let's define first of all a chronic disease. So many of you may have or know somebody who has a chronic disease and these include diseases that once you acquire them they generally don't go away. Even with good medical treatment very often medical treatment just holds them at bay or keeps people comfortable. It doesn't actually fix them or cure them. So let me give you an example of firstly of an infectious disease you may have an infectious disease such as for instance a chest infection you take a course of antibiotics you are cured you're well everything's fine an example of a chronic disease something that does not go away may in fact be something like asthma. Okay, so again, it's another chest disease. But once you have it, you, you can be on puffers, you can be on medication. And simply what it does is it minimizes the effects of those that, or the symptoms of, that you're, you're experiencing. But it doesn't actually take the disease away. It doesn't cure it. And so when we look at the world today, we're seeing so many chronic diseases that are cropping up. And I'd like to ask you the question, do you know somebody who has diabetes sure and very often you may know more than one person who has diabetes whereas a long time ago 50 60 70 years ago people did have have diabetes but not very many there was type 1 diabetes and please don't get the two confused there is type 1 diabetes which is an autoimmune disorder and there is type 2 diabetes which is actually a lifestyle disorder and we're going to come back to that word mm-hmm. nick in a few in a few minutes mm-hmm. lifestyle but diabetes is a classic chronic disease where literally our doctors do their very best to make sure that the symptoms don't overwhelm us but diabetes has an amazing effect most of it negative or all of it negative on our other body systems so diabetes can affect our heart it can affect our blood vessels. It can affect our kidneys. It can even affect our toes. With so many people these days having toes or legs or limbs amputated because of the progress mm. of diabetes. So, yeah, nasty disease.
0: That's mm. true. And while you're talking about those diseases, you provide a scientifically proven program which can help. And you mentioned something which I'm really interested in that, that not only... Before you have diabetes or something like that mm-hmm. you can prevent, not to get there. Mm-hmm. But once you have uh, diabetes or some other form of sickness, you can arrest, yes, stop, stop that thing to go further, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, affect other parts of your body. But you can even reverse that. Now, mm-hmm. is that possible to reverse such chronical diseases, mm-hmm. which people will say that once you are on, that's it, it's for the rest of your life?
1: Very much so. And I think for a number of years, science has been very cautious about this because they're pretty mighty claims to actually make. And it's only in recent years that now the scientific research and studies are actually coming out to support the fact that you can prevent, arrest and reverse chronic disease.
0: That's amazing.
1: Now, I will be very clear here that it is very much a um, lifestyle-based issue, so therefore, people's diligence with their lifestyle will have profound effects on the outcomes that you have with your chronic disease so so for some people you may you may prevent um, the onset of this chronic disease for some people you may slow down its progression but you actually don't reverse it but for other people you may be able to reverse your disease
0: because that depends on the candidate. To the it
1: depends very much on the candidate. It depends. It can depend a little bit on their genes as well. You mm-hmm. know, w- we as humans love to blame something, and so very often we like to blame our genes for the fact that we have these chronic diseases whereas that is often not the case. Our genes allow us to experience them, but they don't cause us necessarily to experience Mm. them. Instead, our lifestyle causes us to experience those chronic diseases.
0: Mm. Then, which means it's very important to learn how to to have a healthy lifestyle. Mm. Um, I think I mentioned this uh, before, that um, there is a saying, you know, uh, you are... uh, what you eat or something mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. uh, then i know it's probably in some cases a bit harder because you need to do something yourself not just to rely on a pill or something oh i have a headache i'll take a pill uh, it will go you need yeah. to do some work i mean you become and i heard about this uh, phrase you become a, a ceo of your own destiny? Own destiny.
1: Your own body? Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. It's a really important phrase, isn't it? I think when when I spoke earlier about the way that we have progressed in society and everything has become smoother and easier, we tend to reach for the easy fix. You know, we, we want something that we get, like a pill, we can just take, or, a you know, a one a one-visit um, a one appointment visit to the doctor and he fixes us and it's not quite that simple we need to make decisions that will affect our health and our life going forward and sometimes they're really tough decisions mm. and when you look at the um, the volume of fast food around us and you look at the volume of, of pre-processed and packaged food around us and when you look at the volume of food that's been highly sweetened or has huge amounts of fat contained within it it's actually really difficult sometimes to go back to the simple foods things that will give us our health back again simple um, vegetables simple fruit without the significant amounts of processing Mm -hmm. so i'm talking pineapples here not pineapple juice or i'm talking kale not kale chips Mm -hmm. etc all right okay
0: so often you know we replace the the corn with the corn chips, you exactly. know, the, and um, potatoes with the potato chips and so on. Uh, Sharon, currently you are the director of CHIP program for uh, Australia and South Pacific. Mm-hmm. Now, we learned a bit earlier that you have a passion mm-hmm. for people to change their lives around and, and to minimize their suffering mm-hmm. uh, through some sickness which we should not experience mm-hmm. You mentioned that uh, there will be things going on in our lives because of genes, genetics and all some other things accidents and stuff like that but this is very important that we can change the course of our life and to have a healthy life through a simple program which means just to eat what you need to eat, exercise and do all other things. Would you like to take us through what CHIP means and how that will will, um, impact our life if we are Uh, Get involved in a program like this
1: sure would love to nick So the chip program and to give you the full name is the complete health improvement program It's actually intended to help people regain their lives again so it is an educational program. We do not sell products. We do not sell special foods. We do not sell supplements or any of those other things. Um Instead, it is simply an educational program where it teaches you how to manage your life in your own home. Now you will have heard that there are people who sometimes go away on health retreats and they can spend many hundreds or many thousands of dollars going away on those health retreats and at the end of the time they may lose a few kilograms, their blood pressure may come down a little, they feel better but then they go home and when they get home they don't know then what to do to maintain the changes that they've made. Whereas the Complete Health Improvement Program or CHIP actually shows people how to make baby steps in their lives to make changes in their lives that they can continue using that will actually lend itself to good health. So we teach you as part of our program over 18 sessions, we teach you how to manage your food. We teach you to read labels at the supermarket. We teach you about foods that are more likely to benefit your health and foods that are more likely um, to harm your health. And at the end of the day, we don't prescribe what foods you eat. That is still your choice. But we support you as you choose foods that are going to support your health more often than choose foods that will harm your health. As part of the program we also look at other issues so we look at the way in which exercise plays a vital part in our in our lifestyle we look at sleep we look at fresh air we look at stress management we also simply look at the way that our body systems work in the context of the food that we actually eat So within the 18 weeks, Nick, we step people through from the very start to the very end. uh, We step people through changes that will actually assist them with regaining their health. Now, some people may ask, how do I know if it's really helping me? And very often as humans, the first thing we do is we look at our weight. And we go, oh dear, I'm overweight. I mustn't be healthy. Or look, I'm really slender. Therefore, I must be healthy. And unfortunately, you can get healthy fat people and you can get unhealthy skinny people, so that doesn't always help. So what we do as part of the CHIP program is we actually take two blood draws. So at the start of the program, at the very, very start, we measure your cholesterol levels, so your total cholesterol, your LDL, your HDL, um, your cholesterol ratios. We also measure your blood glucose levels, And those two things we find are generally sufficient to give us a very good snapshot of what your health is like currently. We then measure those a number of weeks later after you've been utilising the CHIP program to the way in which you want to use it. And we then have a look at how those um, changes have impacted on your body on the inside. So sure, you may lose a few kilograms. But it's what's happening on the inside that actually matters. What is happening with your cholesterol levels? What is happening with your blood pressure? Because we take your blood pressure as well. We do your BMI, so your height and weight. What's happening with those things? Because they very often give us a very solid clue as to how your health will progress going forward into the future.
0: Hmm. Okay, then you are not just educating, telling the person a process or something what to do. You are kind of in touch with... Uh with the candidate, with the person who is coming to this program, and you'll have connection for for a period of time.
1: Very much so. And
0: also what I understand is that this is done in a in a group setting mm-hmm. that each one can contribute to to support each other, mm-hmm. to help each other, because that's another thing, motivation. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are suffering because of lack of motivation. Yeah, that's a really big thing. Mm. You, you've,
1: you've hit the nail on the head. When you look at it, anything that we teach you in the um, CHIP program is actually available in the public forum. So there is nothing unique about the CHIP program in terms of the content and the material that we actually teach people. What is unique about the CHIP program is the fact that Dr. Hans Steele actually decided to take all the resources and put them together in a way in which we can actually share it with our participants in the program and then those participants can support each other and, and then make the changes within their life within a group context. So when Dr. Hans Deal developed the resources, he made sure that there were materials that people could take home. And, and at the end of each of those materials, there is actually reference lists. So we show you where the material comes from that we're actually quoting. And that's really important because most people actually want to know that what they're learning is actually scientifically validated, mm-hmm. and our program very much is. So the group support is actually vital. So you will find that your program will be managed by a facilitator, and she will sometimes she or he will sometimes have some hosts that actually support you, mentor you, encourage you, cheer for you as you're going through the down times and the up times as you're making changes to your lifestyle. And at the end of the time period, um, you're then able to sit down and, and measure the changes that you've made, both in your life as well as within your body. Mm. And generally, most people are more than happy with the changes that have been made. But don't forget, Nick, this is the start of a program. If you've had 30 or 40 years of of living a tough lifestyle, we're not going to turn this around within 18 sessions time. Mm-hmm. So many people, their story still goes on after the 18 sessions. But what we have done is we have helped you form new habits. Mm -hmm. New habits take at least 21 days to form. And if we're there during that challenging 21-day time period, we're helping set you up for success we're helping you find the information that you need so that you can continue to go forward with your new lifestyle changes
0: that's important Uh, that's very important uh, sharon because as you said uh, this is not a magical thing Mm. this is not something just out of this world this is something which is so at our hand Mm -hmm. and we can access it if we have a um Program, Mm -hmm. if we are uh, committed Mm -hmm. to to see those changes Mm -hmm. in our life, and And probably and we have the support. That's important because I can look at myself many times. I said, you know, even particularly when you come into the new year, you have a lots of uh, resolutions. uh, Resolutions, you know, and but you you can't really keep it together. But when you learn and you mention something which I would like to in a few minutes, where which we have left. To to just open it up a little bit, because it's so much involved. Like in my life, I grew up at a farm with a lots of dairy products and meat and stuff like that. And I thought, how in this world I can change my life around and not eat uh, meat, for example, or dairy products, mm. because anything else will taste horrible. Mm. But you said that you can change that. Taste buds.
1: Very much so. In
0: 20 or so days, days yep. if you are intentional on that. Yep. And those foods which you before disliked mm-hmm. will taste very good.
1: Mm-hmm. Totally, totally. Some people, it may simply mean the amount of salt that they're actually eating because so much of our food is now so highly salted that we're eating way in excess of what our, our current recommendations are for salt. So for some people to, to readjust their taste buds... It can take a period of 21 days, and you'll find that when you go back to eating the same foods that you used to eat 21 days earlier, that they taste way too salty. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, 21 days is a, is a pretty amazing number.
0: Yeah. That's no, yeah. great. Yeah, yeah. All right, All right, Sharon, um, for this time, that the, our program is limited, you know, and uh, we, we come into a close. Yeah. But we are looking forward to see you again and when you when we'll have an opportunity, when you come to Adelaide, we'll grab you again Thank and you. share with us a little bit more. But just before we closing, mm. at the beginning, I learned from you that um, you grew up in a Christian home mm-hmm. with uh, spiritual values and uh, you are passionate about your neighbor, mm-hmm. he, the person next to you mm-hmm. when you see a lot of trouble in this world. And that's a very important thing because I believe myself um, that we live in a very individualistic society, yeah. and I believe that we need to break that barrier. We need to start to think, how can we help others? Yeah. And you're doing this
1: Thank you right
0: now. Yeah. What would you like to say to our listeners, to encourage them, to help them if they are in need? With health issues that they may be part of this program which you provide and coordinate I'll just yeah in a couple of minutes what sure. would you like to say Sure.
1: thank you Nick and it's been a pleasure thank you for having me it's been a pleasure here but I just want to encourage everybody out there who thinks that it's all over because their doctor has given them a bad diagnosis that it isn't necessarily all over I would love to share some of the numerous stories, and another time I think Nick, we will actually do this, but let me share just one story very recently that i that I heard um, and i won 't name this gentleman i don 't have his permission on air to give his name out at this stage, but he was a young gentleman who who very early on became very obese. his parents fed him the best that they could do, they were very poor. And so his, his diet consisted mainly of white bread and lard. And so at a very young age, he became very large. And he reached the stage where his kidneys failed and he required a kidney transplant to continue living. But because he was so large, his doctors told him that he did not qualify for a kidney transplant, which in essence is a death sentence. If you need a kidney, you need a kidney. You know, mm. you can't just not have a kidney. And so he started to look for, for something else that would actually assist him because he really had run out of options. Mm-hmm. The medical world, as we know it, had told him that they could no, no longer help. So he found the CHIP program, and he and his wife enrolled in the CHIP program. And a number of years later, he's now 70 kilograms plus lighter. He has also managed to reverse his kidney failure. A lot of the other disorders that he had happening within his body, he has also reversed. And he is now enjoying life. As he says, I'm still on a journey. This this is a continuing journey, a continuing adventure in good health. But it is far better than everyth- anything he could ever have dreamed, on, um, dreamed of when the doctors told him previously that he would simply die because he needed a kidney and they were not willing to give him one.
0: Mm. Oh, yeah. Sharon, it was a pleasure yeah. to have you with us Thank today. You.
1: Thank you. Thank
0: you for this uh, time. And uh, we wish you... God's blessings to be able to change the lives around for those people who are in need.
1: Thank you so much. Looking forward to that, next. So Thank you.
0: We'll see you next time. Thank you. Bye-bye. Until then, don't forget, keep walking in the footsteps of Jesus.